Welcome to Purgus Story, a fantasy adventure powered by Dungeons and Dragons. Join us as we follow four misfits from opposite ends of the world as they navigate their way through this peculiar plane of existence. Unfamiliar lands, fantastical beings, and whimsical sagas await. You're all at the bottom of this canyon that, you know, you ran away from the soul smugglers and then managed to work your way down into this canyon. So that did not go well. Yeah, it didn't go bad. It, uh, excuse what? me? It went the worst. Everyone is dead. I mean, we're alive. That's fair. I mean, we did make it f- for now. Uh, I'm going to look around. Do, do I see anything at the top of the canyon? No. Okay. All right, so we may be okay for right now. Kind of terrifying, that kind of thing where it just any crowd of people, one person dies and like uh, you can just have a, like a, a whole massacre, you know? It would explain why the food court panicked so much. Oh, I, I didn't even think about that. Okay, so I, I think the one thing we learned from this experience is to not try or have fun and we should be okay. Well, I don't know about that, but maybe like avoid large quantities of, of uh people or frogs. creatures. I knew it was the, the frogs. No, no, not just large not, groups of anything. Not the frogs? Not specifically the frogs. Oh, no. I thought it was But like any, any large gathering of people, it seems really risky because, uh, you know, one soul smuggler hops out of a portal and before you know it, uh, everybody's, uh, everybody's dying. Oh, you know? goodness gracious. Yeah. I am completely on board with staying away from crowds. Yeah, no, that sounds, that sounds quite lovely. My favorite thing to do before I died was to stay home. So we never did kill that uh, McStuffin guy. Not yet. Yeah, it still sounds like fun. Also, he owes us uh, plenty of pea bucks. We never completed his job for him, though. No, but as it turns out, I believe our friend McStuffin is what you would call a dick. But we still took the contract. I mean, we can break it. This is true. We are in purgatory. What will really happen? Honesty gets us nowhere. We kind of already did fuck up a little bit. Arboretum just saved our lives. So if we finish the, if we were to finish the job for McStuffin, we just couldn't do that. That's true. And more- we could always kill him afterwards. Also, yeah. But if we kill him now, we get all the P bucks he was going to pay us, plus whatever extra he had laying around. Right? This is true, and uh, I, I, I believe our, our friend Arboretum would appreciate that because he doesn't seem to be a pleasant guy and. Must I remind all of you, Arboretum did turn Bong into a tree, which was hilarious. Yeah, being on Arboretum's good side does seem like something that would be in our, uh, in our best interest. Hilarious. You couldn't do anything. All right, all right. Just remember, Owlman. I can hold a grudge. Who? 40 damage a turn, Owlman. <laughs> 60 if I dual wield. <laughs> so, I'm going to look around this canyon. Uh, do I see any landmarks? Any Anywhere we can go? I mean... What, what What is around this canyon? So, the way this canyon is laid out is such that, to your left, there is a dry, craggy opening. It's dusty, it looks, it's dark. And on the other side of the canyon is a lush, overgrown, fertile-looking jungle. I, I personally would rather go for the lush jungle, uh, the craggy, the craggy rocks, they, they, they scare me, they look kind of sharp. Well, you know, maybe we should take a look at this map. That robot man helped us with the map a little bit, right? Yeah, no, you're right there. All right, yeah, let's take a look. Upon inspecting the map for a little bit, you can determine via triangulation that the lush jungle will lead you back towards Ribbiton, and the craggy area 
will lead you into uncharted territory. I think returning to Riverton would be a terrible idea. Yeah, to be fair, we don't really... uh, Uncharted territory could also be pretty bad, but we may want to do some exploring, you know? Probably also be less people. Who knows? Could be anything. I just don't think we should be going back to Riverton anytime soon. It was very, um, what's the word? Uh, bloody. There was much blood. I don't like blood. Yeah, and I don't know how long those soul smugglers are going to hang around. I mean, they might get out of there pretty quick after they do the job, but they might stick around. We don't know. They seem to hold grudges. I'm, I might be off base, but I do believe they hold a grudge. Well, seems like they just uh, hold a grudge against anything that exists here in Purgatory. Oh, that's us. That does include us. As you make your way through the craggy side of the canyon, you notice something interesting peeking out behind a large rock. Some sort of structure. What is that? Uh, let me take a closer look. I'm going to sneak up a little bit, nice and quiet-like. As you round the bend quietly, I'm imagining you sidling up against the side of the rock and peeking around. Yeah, something like that. You see something very familiar. It's Kevin's bathhouse. Oh, he's very successful down here. All right, well, he uh, managed to park his bathhouse out here in the middle of fucking nowhere. We might as well go say hi. Whoa, dudes. What are you doing all the way down here? Yeah, I was wondering the same thing about your bathhouse. What do you mean, bro? Well, you know, for us, it's like we're four, like, creatures that can just, like, walk around easily. But, uh, you know, we don't have to, like, transport an entire bathhouse when we come down here. But somehow you managed to get a whole bathhouse down here. You know what I'm saying? Isn't that a little bit... How'd you do that? Do you guys want to take a bath? I would like a bath. Yeah, of course. Cool. I I think you underestimate his love of the people. (laughs) (laughs) Step into the water, bro. I will do just that. You notice there's, there's a couple other people in the bath with you. There is a tabaxi, which is a cat person sitting in the water. I'm going to step down to the bath and look over to the tabaxi. The tabaxi looks back at you with concerned eyes. Hey, uh, what's your name? I'm Cat. How's it going, Cat? Could be better. Why is that? You know, just life sucks, man. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Too bad we're not living. True. You know, you make a good point, Dragonborn. Here, take some of these. I hand him four mushrooms in my hand. What are these? They're mushrooms. What do they do? Do I eat them? If you want to. He shoves all four of them in his mouth and begins chewing aggressively. Fantastic. What What now? They're going to get you very high. Nice. Okay, cool. So like bury myself in a hole, cover myself with dirt, wait out the, the pain and terror or? That's what you feel. And I prefer, you know, strolls through nature. Staring up at the stars. Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, I've been there, done that, man. On mushrooms? No. Well, no, usually I only eat cat food. Like, it comes in a little bag. Fair enough. Kevin interrupts your conversation to say, Yo, dudes, it seems like you guys have been through a lot lately. Anything been going on? Yeah, just watched an entire village get uh, massacred by soul smugglers. Whoa, that sounds gnarly. Yeah, gnarly's one word for it. Yeah. Bro, you guys look kind of beat up. Yeah, been better. You know what I think you guys are, are ready for? What? Kevin's sauna of enrichment. Sauna of enrichment? Yeah, cue the music, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I do enjoy a dry heat. Are you guys interested? I like a good sauna. Uh, what's so 
enriching about it, though. Well, you should just, like, feel stronger after you're done, you know? And more capable. More capable? Yeah, it improves your capabilities. Oh, I do like my capabilities. I do take my capabilities quite seriously. Would you guys like to go into the sauna of enrichment? You promise you're not going to cook me. I mean, I've been a good guy so far, right? This is very true, but I've, I've almost been fooled into going to a sauna once. And then what happened? I didn't. It's good. It was a fried chicken place. Oh, jeez. Yes. Oh, that's rough. Yeah, yeah not I don't great. Think, I don't think Kevin's going to try to cook you alive. I, I believe I'm not. him. I'm not. I do believe him, but just promise me you won't try and cook me. I pinky promise. He I don't extends, have pinkies. He extends a pinky to, towards you anyway. I peck at the pinky gently. Oh, dude. <laughs> Sorry. He takes one damn. <laughs> he leads you guys into a little area of Kevin's bathhouse that you haven't seen yet. It's a refreshing change of scenery inside the bathhouse. There's a large wooden door in there, and there's a little window, and you can see inside that it's a small, dark room with benches lining the walls. Just in there? Yeah, dude. He holds the door open for you guys. Just take, like, a little while in here. We don't really do time, so I won't give you, like, an exact measurement, but, like, you'll know when you're done. The last time we were told we were going to know something, we all vomited sand. Are we going to vomit sand again? No. Okay. I trust you. Cool. Here you go. He lets all of you guys in. I'm going to flap my wings and perch up on one of the wood benches. And naturally, in a sauna, you gotta strip naked. Everybody get naked. I already am. I was just in the Roll bath. to get naked. I fucking clipped the audience. Sure did. Roll to get naked. 11. Yeah, it's a 9. I rolled a 16, but I'm gonna call it a natural 20 because I was already naked from the bath. True. 16. 16? Bong. You leave your socks on like a weirdo. <laughs> As you guys sit down, you can see in the middle of the room there are hot stones fueled by a fire that seems to go deep below the ground. And when you all sit down, you notice that there's some water in a receptacle around the hot stones that begins to rise and boil as it moves up and hits the stones, vaporizing it and creating a thick steam in the room. You all pass out. Bonk. We zoom into that little halfling head of yours to find you in a damp dungeon room with a statue in front of you. It's sitting in a chair and looking straight ahead. And behind you on the wall is text that says, show me nothing but blood. Roll a perception check. 14. 14. In front of you, the boss of the Rose Crown Syndicate appears immobile and not speaking. Uh, do I have my, uh, my weapons on me? You have everything on you. I draw the rapier. Okay. He's not moving. He's not moving. Through the neck. Through the neck? Jump up on his knees. Through the neck. Roll to hit. Uh, 20 to hit. 20 hits. You stab your rapier straight through his neck and blood begins spurting out all over the room. All right. I uh, slap my hand in some of the blood and I put my hand directly in front of the eyes of the statue. And as you do that, nothing happens. Huh. All right. Is the statue looking at the, the text? Yes. First, I'll try uh, rubbing some blood on the statue's eyeballs. Thought you might do that. Nothing happens. All right. Uh, time to get to work. Okay. Paint the entire wall with blood. Okay. What are you going to paint it? Are you going to use your hands? You're going to do a little finger painting? Might be quicker if I uh, like take off my shirt. Uh-huh. And like kind of use it like a dip it in the blood. It's mm-hmm. just like a faucet out of Draco's neck. Mm-hmm. You know, and then just like rub that on the wall. And then re-dip it in the... You know, kind of like I was painting with a shirt instead of like a roller. 
Nice. Okay, roll the paint. Uh, 20. With a 20, you paint the wall beautifully with blood. But unfortunately for you, Bong, nothing happens. All right. Uh, I'm going to try. I'm going to take that that shirt, the bloody shirt that I used to try to paint the wall, and I'm going to hold it up and cover the text on the wall, except for the word blood. The eyes on the statue light up blood red, and a door behind the statue slams open. All right, I'll uh, go through the door. Lar, you're in a dark room, a very dark room, with no windows and no doors, and a face appears on the ceiling, larger than any face you've ever seen before, with a large beard and tired eyes, and says, I am a room with no windows or doors. I do not move, but will take you on breathtaking journeys. What kind of room am I? Mmm, the kind I don't like. That may be true, but it's not what I'm looking for. Alright, so, room with no doors and no windows. It cannot move, but can take me on breathtaking journeys. I guess it can be a room if it doesn't have any doors. It's not a Roomba. No, it's not a Roomba. Mr. Ceiling Face. Yeah. Why am I here? It is time for your enrichment. And this is how it happens. You must answer the riddle. Correctly? Yes. Shit. I'm going to see if I got some mushrooms real quick. Okay. Do I have them? Yes. Oh, yeah. So I'll eat about four of them. You're going to eat four of them? Yeah. The face looks at you quizzically. Something to say, Dragonborn. I think I'm screwed. (laughs) (laughs) Is nobody else putting this together? No, No, I'm not. So the the face has to be bewildered at this point, I think. I'm going to use Produce Flame and look around the room. Dragonborn, you seem to have stumbled right over the answer to the riddle. No, 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 wait, don't give it to me. (laughs) I like it. I'll get this eventually. Dragonborn, what is that you're eating? Uh, it's a mushroom. Oh! (laughs) Oh! A door slams open (laughs) in the corner of the room. I'm going to walk through the door. As I do that, I'm going to get on the floor. Everyone roll animal handling. <laughs> to walk the dinosaur? <laughs> yeah. 14. I got a six. You got a seven. I got a yeah. three. That's an eight to walk the dinosaur. 14. Billy walked the dinosaur pretty damn good. Oh, you Venice. tried, Lar, but not everyone is able to walk the dinosaur. <laughs> Thurman, you also find yourself in a room with no windows and doors, but it's not tied to a riddle this time. But what is tied to a riddle is a small humanoid creature with hands, but no legs, and it crawls along the floor in front of you and then flies into your face. And it says to you, I can crawl and I can fly. I have hands, but no legs, no wings, and no purpose down here. What am I? It is time. Uh, a Staples brand that was easy button appears next to you. <laughs> a door on the side of the room slams open and the little creature says, Wait, that was too easy. I turn 180 degrees and leave. Talon. Yes? 
you find yourself in a beautifully decorated room inside of a palace with large marble pillars on either side. And a butler holding a tray covered up walks up to you and he opens this tray that he's holding and displays to you a message on a card. Would you like to read it? I would love to read it. It says on it, passed from father to son and shared between brothers, though it is used more by others. Is it a surname? A door in the corner of the room opens. Ooh, I'm going to fly out the door. You all wake up in the sauna. <clears throat> oh. Ooh. You know, Kevin didn't really tell us that was going to be like a magical journey kind of experience. How do I feel waking up? You feel energized and more powerful. And I'm glad you asked that, actually, because what this does is act as leveling up for you guys. So your characters now have new abilities, new strengths, new stats, more HP, etc. Kevin opens the door and says, yo, dudes, are you done? I, I think so. I feel pretty enriched. You guys feel stronger? Almost a level stronger, yes. Nice, dude. That's the goal. They anyone else have to solve a wacky riddle? Something like that, yes. Yeah, now that you mention it, yeah. Oh, you got a riddle one? Yeah. Did you all get riddles? Yeah. Nice. Hey, Kevin, can I ask you a question? Sure, dude. How many times have you been through the uh, sauna of enrichment? Oh, I don't really do that, man. No? No, that's for, like, adventurers, bro. I'm just the guy who runs the sauna. You've never gone in just out of curiosity? Nah, man. Wait, I, I give you the experience. You think I should do it? Yeah. Okay. All right, Kevin. Okay. What's brown? And sticky all over. Uh, oh, this is a good one. Is it uh like poop? Oh, we said it. No, guess again. Is it like tar or tree sap? No, but um, you are a little closer. He's never going to get it. What's well, brown? There's some brown things. So there's like trees, right? Yeah. Oh, you're so close. Am I warm? Yes. Nice. Yeah. Okay. So trees are brown. Uh, is it leaves? No. No, that's, you're cold. No, leaves aren't brown, it's sticky, that's stupid. Is it branches? What's another word for a branch? Uh, like a stick? Yeah, you got it, man. Oh, he got it. Oh, because it's brown and it's sticky. Yeah. Add five points to your armor class. Oh my gosh, (laughs) this is so exciting, dude. You did it, man, you leveled up. Thank you. I feel so much stronger. Yeah, right. Let's get the hell out of here. (laughs) Dude, you're feeding Kevin. (laughs) Upon exiting the bathhouse... Oh, wait a second. So before, as we're leaving the bathhouse through the main area, can I see the tabaxi still? Yeah. How does he look? He looks not good. He looks worried. His eyes are darting around the room. Uh, Who are you? Oh, me? Uh, uh, All right, I'm going to put my hand on his shoulder. (laughs) You're all right. Okay. Okay. Boom. I'm gonna I'm gonna just like push Bong away. Don't worry about him, he's an asshole. Okay. I'm gonna stand behind Lar and like raise my hands up. Behind you. I'm gonna turn around. He's gonna get you. As he turns around, I'm gonna lower my hands and act act like casual, like, you know? Bong, you roll deception. Lar, you roll perception opposing. 22. The 24. Ooh, sees right <laughs> through your ruse, Bong. I look at the backseat and go, uh, don't worry about him. He's an asshole, I said. 
This is scary. I'm gonna turn around and moon him. This <laughs> is <laughs> right behind you. I turn around and look. You see Bong's bare, hairy ass. Is he thick? He's dummy thick. <laughs> roll for thickness. Can, yeah, can roll we roll for, for thickness? thickness? Bong, roll for thickness. All right, what am I? D20? D20. Three. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that that is unfortunate. Bong has the teeniest, tiniest, bony ass you've ever seen. <laughs> Ooh, yuck. Which is even more comical. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, That's I cool. do apologize. We All usually don't act like just this. Hair. <laughs> Bong with big, juicy buns is also kind of funny. <laughs> All right, I'm just going to look at Bong. Hey, stop fucking with him. How you, you doing? You gave him the mushrooms. Yeah. You gave him the mushrooms and didn't even tell him what they were before he ate them. Please put those he, two Tic Tacs said, away. Oh, here you go. Eat these. I'm just, having, about, fun. I'm just I, having fun with it. I was about to explain, but you just ate them. Yeah, I don't know. It kind of seems like your fault. Yeah, you're only making it worse. Yeah, I know. At, yeah, I know. The tabaxi juts up out of the water with panic in his eyes and sprints out of the bathhouse. You know, we might want to follow that guy and just make sure he doesn't hurt himself or somebody else. Yeah, you're probably right. As you guys make your way out of the bathhouse... You are greeted by a familiar face standing outside and measuring the side of the bathhouse. It's Dante, and he says, This wasn't here before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a funny thing about these. Uh, they just pop up wherever. Like, Kevin just does that and, like, refuses to explain how he does it. But, uh, you ever meet Kevin? You should probably go in the bathhouse and, like, talk to him. I'm not interested. I have a job to do. You know... I've been looking for you for. What What did we do? Well, you see, my creator wants to meet with you. He seems to think he could be of assistance to you. Assistance how? That's not my job to say. If you'd like to come with me, we could go see him. Sounds good to me. Yeah, what do we do about the tabaxi? Yeah, it'll be all right. You're talking about the tabaxi who ran out of the bathhouse? Yeah, the naked one who was on uh, mushrooms. Mushrooms? Yeah. I'm sure he will be all right. He didn't get them from me. I didn't think he did. Good. Would you like to come with me? Why not? Dante puts away his measuring device and begins leading you guys through the base of this canyon over crevices and small streams alongside giant boulders and trees and vines until you reach a steep wall on the side of the canyon. And he says, It's up there. I, I think I'll be okay, but are, are, are they able to climb? Yeah, how do you get up there? I don't. You've never gone up there? Well, I've been there, but I've never taken this exact path before. Oh, okay, so you've never, oh. But you four seem resourceful. You've helped me in the past. Maybe we can figure out a method. So is this like a uh, sheer cliff face that we're looking at? Yep. How many feet up is it? 200. You know, I got an idea. Uh, a divine idea. I don't get it. Well, uh, I think we have that uh, divine. Divine, you know? You don't remember? The divine? We should use divine. It yeah. might be a divine idea. I now made it funny. Here's the idea, all right? You take the divine, owl man. Okay. You fly up to the top, find oh. something to tie it around, and oh, fly okay. it back down. And then we all climb up it. Oh, that is quite a good idea. I'm going to uh, I'm going to take div- the divine v- vine, um, and I'm going to fly up to the top of the canyon wall. Do I see anything up there? 
It's a big open plain with a tree line about 200 feet away from you. All right, I'm going to fly uh, to the tree line and uh, attempt to wrap Divine around the tree. Am I able to wrap it around the tree? I know it's quite small, but... You're able to stretch it to whatever needs you have. Oh, okay. Wonderful. Uh, So I'm going to find the sturdiest, girthiest tree and wrap it around. Uh, You find a tree with the words sturdiest and girthiest carved into it. Oh, happy day. Okay, I'm going to wrap divine the vine uh, around it. I'm going to give it a little tug. Is it it steady? It seems snug. Ooh, lovely. Uh, I'm going to grab the other end of divine... The, the vine, that's how we wanted this pronounced, right? Divine the vine? Just divine. I don't get it. All right, I'm going to take the end of divine the vine and bring it back down into the canyon. Uh, I'm going to fly in and go, uh, special delivery, and then I'm going to look at everybody to see if they laugh. Do they laugh? Yes, but not for the reason you intended. <laughs> okay, a laugh is a laugh. You're not in on the joke. Nope. Climb up, friends. Yeah, all right. Yeah, all right. So you guys are able to work your way up this leafy vine and all the way up to the top of the crag and Dante reaches straight up and a wheel ejects from the bottom of his hand. He places it on the vine and begins to zipline his way up the vine. That's mighty impressive. Thank you. I'm going to hold on to the vine and fly up the canyon and then untie it from the tree and then put it in my pocket for safekeeping. Perfect. All right, you guys have all made it to the top, and Dante says to you, Great thinking. Quite quick. Almost as though that was the intended solution. Almost. Yeah, it is almost like someone intended that, isn't it? Yeah. It was very convenient such a tree was at the top. It's like divine intervention. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Boo. Boo Boo-hoo. Thank you, DJ. Dante leads you all through the tree line and on a nice, pleasant little forest walk for a little while until the sound of birds chirping is interrupted by Dante's voice saying, We're almost there. Oh, lovely. As you guys walk through a few more trees, you see a cabin made from thick logs, obviously reinforced by steel. There are metal bars covering the windows and it would seem that there's no easy way in, although... There is something trying to get in, which is four soul smugglers. One is ripping on the roof, trying to pull the shingles off and climb inside. And three are outside of the door, trying to bang on the barred windows and rip open the door. I'm going to try to sneak up and uh, give them a little backstab. As you're sneaking up, the door is suddenly kicked open and out steps a familiar face. The map vendor from the mall, the preacher. And he says, this is the end for you. He cocks a scrapped together shotgun and blows the head off of one of the soul smugglers. Roll initiative. That is a nat one. 20. 10. Uh, 10. 20. Nat one. Bong, what are you going to do? All right, lay out the, lay out the scene for me. What, what am I looking at? So there are, there's a soul smuggler to the right of the door. There's a soul smuggler to the left of the door. And then there is a soul smuggler on top of the roof. All right. Where's the where's the map guy? He is right outside the door, sort of playing the doorway as cover. I'm going to run up and stab one with my rapier. The one on his right. Okay. Wait, the one on his right or the one on your right? The one on my right relative to where he is positioned relative to me. <laughs> okay. 
Yeah, we aren't using a grid here, so you know we gotta <laughs> get creative. Sixteen. Sixteen hits. Fourteen damage. Nice. Okay, the one on the roof, seeing you run up, walks to the edge of the roof and looks down at you and goes, and then it points at you, and a beam of crackling black energy emerges from its fingertip and shoots at you for three damage. Ouch. (laughs) Okay, next up is going to be the map vendor who pumps his shotgun one time and then aims out seeing you attacking the one on his left. He's going to take a shot at it and he's going to miss. Make a dexterity saving throw. Uh, 25. Okay, you you expertly roll out of the way. You see into the matrix for a moment and you realize that this shot is about to miss and you are able to tumble your way out of the shot. Um, Talon. Okay, I'm going to... uh cock my longbow back and shoot the one to the left of the map seller. Okay. 24. Oh, yeah. And that will do eight damage. Um, but wait, there's more. I would like to use Horde Breaker and shoot the one on the right. Okay. 16 to hit. That hits. And that will be 12 damage. Nice. Yes. Impressive display of skill. Lar, you're up next. I'm going to transform into a direwolf and attack the one on the right. Okay. That's a 24 to hit. Nice. I'm assuming that hits? Yes. Okay. Just making sure. That's an 11 damage. Yeah, you're able to pull him to the ground with your bite. You grab onto his uh, his pinky finger and you pull him to the ground by it. It is the turn of the soul smuggler to the left of the door. And he is going to take a swing at the map vendor. And he's going to miss. So he's going to take another swing. And he's going to miss again. Ooh, butterfingers. Now it's the turn of the soul smuggler to the right of the door who's going to clamber up off of the ground and take a swing at Lar. And he's going to miss, but then he's going to take another swing and surely he will roll high enough this time. Oh yeah, he hits. Uh. He's going to do nine damage to you. Uh. Next up's going to be Thurman. I am going to catapult a rock at the soul smuggler on the roof. Okay. That is a 22 hit. That sure as hell hits. And I am going to do 15 damage. Wow, and what did you say you threw at him? A rock. Okay, yeah, so your rock just cracks him right in his shoulder, and uh, he grabs it for a moment, and then his eyes lock onto yours, and he lets out a... (laughs) And he lifts his hand up and points at you. Uh, Make a dexterity saving throw. Oh, no. Seven. Yikes. Another beam of energy comes shooting out of his finger this time, a, a little bit different from the other one that you guys saw, and it hits you directly for nine damage. And that's going to bring it all the way back around to Bong. All right. I'm going to take another stab at this same fella. 23 to hit. That hits. 15 damage. How do you want to kill him? Yeah, well, uh, we'll kill him with a shot to the groin. Nice. Classy. All right, so that one... <laughs> grabs for its crotch and lets out another screech and then collapses with its knees buckled inward uh, next up is going to be the soul smuggler on the roof again and it has taken issue with you Thurman since you have decided to throw a rock at it which you know kind of insulting so it's going to it's going to look at you and it's going to reach out its hand and it is going to shoot a crackling beam of energy at you. 
and it is going to hit you for, get this, one damage. Ow. It makes a cute little noise as it hits you. Nice. Next up is going to be the map vendor, who's going to pump his shotgun once again, and then he's going to take a step out of the doorway and aim up at the soul smuggler who's on the roof, who's standing right on the edge, and he's going to take a shot at him. Uh, so he drops his shotgun. Uh, everybody make a dexterity saving throw. Eight. Fifteen. It's going to be a ten. Fourteen. So luckily you're all able to dodge out of the way of the shotgun shot, uh, and the pellets go flying off into the woods and splinter up a tree out in the distance. Terribly sorry about that. Talon, it's your turn. Um, I'm going to cock my longbow back and shoot it at the soul smuggler on the roof. 14 to hit. 14's going to miss. Oh, who? Uh, I would like to use Horde Breaker to shoot the other one if I might. Unfortunately, you're unable to use your Horde Breaker because the one on the roof is just a bit more than five feet away from the one on the ground. Oh, who? Lar, it's your turn. Do dog stuff. Yeah. That's a nat 20. You going for the one on the ground? Oh, yes. Cool. 15 damage. 15 damage. Nice. You take two bites out of this guy. And you are absolutely able to rip him to the ground. You know, though, Lar, I've noticed something about you pulling enemies to the ground, and that's that you always seem to attack the enemy that's going to go next. Which brings me to my next point. It's that soul smuggler's turn, and he clambers up on the ground, screams at you, and then tries to smash you with his claw. He's going to miss the first one, but he's going to hit the second one. He's going to do eight damage. Ow. Next up is going to be Thurman. I am going to use Chromatic Orb and Twin Spell to target both Soul Smugglers. Seven to hit. Yeah, that's going to miss. And the other is a 19. 19 hits. And that is going to do 17 damage. Wow, nice. He locks eyes with you again in that oh-so-familiar way and screams at you, pointing his finger. Make a dexterity saving throw. Four. The beam hits you, and it does 15 damage. (laughs) I am quite hurt. Bong, you better get in there quick. Do I have a line of sight to this this guy on the roof? Yeah. All right, I'm going to pull out my short bow and take a shot. Okay. 22 to hit. 22 hits. Uh, 13 damage. Nice, your arrow hits him directly in the knee, and he looks very injured. He's not looking too healthy. Um, And he points at you and locks eyes with you. Make a dexterity saving throw. 25. You take six damage. All right, that's stung, but I've had worse. You were a tree once. That's true, I was. It's concerning that even on an effective dodge, it still manages to hurt you. Next up is going to be the map vendor again, who's going to scramble to pick up his shotgun and pump it once again. He's going to aim for the soul smuggler on the roof, uh, and he's going to blow its head off entirely with his shotgun blast. He managed to get it right this time. So Talon, it's your turn, and there's one soul smuggler left. Oh, there's only one left. How's he looking? Um, you know, he's seen better days. Oh, okay, good. Well, I'm going to make his uh, current day worse. Um, I'm going to cock back my longbow. 25. 25 hits. I'm going to hit him for 10 damage. Nice. He looks very injured. So, Lar, maybe you can finish the job. Maybe I can. I'm going to bite him. It's going to be a 16 to hit. 16 hits. 
going to be seven damage. Seven damage. I'm assuming that doesn't kill him. Not quite, but he looks to be hanging on just by a thread. And it's his turn again, and he does not look happy with you. I'm not happy with him either. He's going to take a swing at you. He's going to do 10 damage. Oh. Yeah. And then he's going to take another swing at you. And miss. luckily for you, he misses, yeah. That's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thurman, maybe you can uh, finish him off. I am going to swing at him with my wrench. Seven. Yeah, seven's going to miss. Sorry about that. Bong, you've got a tradition of killing things. <laughs> maybe it's your turn again. Yeah, I do some of that. Yeah. All right. I already got the short bow drawn. I'll take a shot. 23 to hit. That hits. 17 damage. How? Do you do 17 <laughs> damage? Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, this thing called steady aim, where if you don't take a move action as a uh, as a rogue, you can use your bonus action to get a sneak attack, right? So then I do 3d6 plus 4, because it's 1d6 for the short bow, and then 2d6 for the sneak yeah, attack, and then I kind of high roll. Yeah, let me just my uh, encyclopedia of combat here, and uh, you let me see me, what, uh, You asked me how I did 17 damage, now I'm fucking telling you, and now you give <laughs> me yeah, shit I do for 600 it. damage this turn, 700 that turn, oh yeah, I killed this guy, I killed that guy. I'm wait, 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 somebody around gods. here needs to deal some wait, fucking damage, wait, might wait, well wait. be me. <laughs> wait, me next, um, um, hold on. Uh, I, I'm going to kill you. Wait, who am I? Are you oh, bong? Is, it, is it me? Is it's it, you, you yes. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good, right? Good one. Okay. Good one. Yeah. That's what I thought. I Thank like you. That. Right, let me let me try. Let me try. Uh, I'm going to run up and uh, stab him with my rapier. Uh, I, who is that supposed to be? That's uh, 37 to hit. Yeah, I don't... Is Thurman? Is that Thurman? Okay, yeah. I do uh, 60 damage. It's not me. It's got to be Thurman, right? <laughs> All right. You kill him. I'm not going to let you decide how to do it this time. That's no fun. You get to decide how too many things die. <laughs> You shoot it directly through the eyeball, and it goes. Had a rust scientist death noise there. <laughs> yeah. Had a Half-Life One scientist noise. Wait, wait, wait. Um, uh, let me put in a death noise like, like um, ooh, like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ooh, Yoda death. Ooh, 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 ooh. Stuck in a sand block. That'd be a funny one. <laughs> <laughs> and as that last soul smuggler crumbles to the ground and turns to ash. The map vendor looks at all you guys, and he looks at Dante, who had run off to cower behind a tree, and he says, Thank you all for the help. Now stand in a line, single file. Oh, okay. Right here. Me first. Wait, you you think I'm just going to take orders from you? I was hoping you would, yes. Why, why do you want us to stand in a line? Oh, no reason in particular. Should uh-huh. we do alphabetical order? That would be good, yes. But I seem to have forgotten my ABCs. Okay, well, I'm. Uh, everybody just form a single file line bef- behind me. All right, I'll humor you. As you guys form up in a line, he takes a step in front of I'm you. I'm not doing it. All right, fine. If you, if you want to be difficult about it, we'll just do it like this. He stands in between you all and just sort of puts his hands out straight and spins around slapping you guys all in the face. Oof. Ouch. Why? Hey, what the fuck, man? We just helped you kill a bunch of soul smugglers, and now you're giving us a smack in the face? Yes. I appreciate the help with the soul smugglers, but that was for stealing my map. Oh, he does have a good point. I believe those two would probably cancel each other out. Yeah, well, you know, the map thing, it sounded like a scam, man. Can you really blame me? It's not a scam. Well, I didn't know that. I mean, 
I don't know where you came from, but usually when people are out shouting like, oh, chance for resurrection, you will be redeemed. You know, that's usually not like a legitimate kind of business thing. You know, you're like peddling stuff for two P-Bucks. I thought you were like going and trying to buy blocaine or something. I didn't want to distract you. Bong made me do it. You were all in it together. I know it. You were after me map. Yeah, well, we got it. And it's gotta say, it hasn't done us a whole lot of good. Let me level with you for a moment. Why don't you come inside and I'll get you some refreshments. Okay. He pops the door open and waits for you guys to come in. I'm going to fly in at a a destructive rate of speed. You are going to fly in at a destructive rate of speed. Mach 1, I would... Like a a bird flying into a window? Well, no, into an open (laughs) door. He did open the door for me. Yeah, make a deck saving throw. 21. Wow, okay, yeah, you fly in uh, perfectly, not so destructive unless you want it to be. No, no, I just want everybody to know I fly. Everybody else okay with coming in? Yeah, yes. I'll take a step I will come in. I'll do so cautiously. This has been Purgastory, a Wicked Seer production. Now, if you're wanting to keep up with Bong, Thurman, Lar, and Talon, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and... Uh, Letting any strangers you come across know to check it out, too.